You're going to have such a long winter. Oh my gosh. I'm really not looking forward to it. Mostly because my daughter is like whiny like me. So I feel like she's not going to let me enjoy my whininess. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. My daughter was um, uncharacteristically needy and whiny today. So, but I actually enjoyed it because she's never like that. Might be that time of the month. I know. She's like, can I just like cuddle on your lap? And I was like, yes. (laughs) During read aloud, it was so cute. Why'd you make it so awkward? Oh, that's how she was. <laughs> what, babe? Today, me and Teo learned that I is for inchworm. <laughs> Looking at his ABC chart. What is that? I, what is that? What Justin just asked you? No, that's, no. I just felt like you needed to know that for some. Okay, time. <laughs> good, good. Nice and random. I love all about reading. Like, I'm just I'm so love happy it. you went with it. I'm so happy happy that I'm actually mad at you for not telling me about it way, way sooner. First of all, it's your fault because you don't. Every time I tell you about curriculum in the book, you're like, no, 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 it's got to be. And you were so master books. You are so I was. You were so master. You can't nothing. I could have told Tori this this curriculum give you gold. And you would have been like, what? No, (laughs) dude, Masterbooks carried me for those two years. We, my kids would not have homeschooled if it wasn't for the quickness and easiness of Masterbooks. So you wasn't ready for all about reading all that prep. Oh my, there's no prep for all about reading. Which, which level are you doing? Well, yeah, we're doing, (laughs) uh, we're doing pre-reading. So right now the prep is like minimal. There's a huge amount of prep for the more advanced levels mm-hmm. but it's like a one-time prep you prep nice. and you're good and you prep for games and activities and stuff oh to well make it engaging yeah yeah I had a prep in the beginning for yeah, um yeah like I had to cut out all this cards yeah, but besides that, that it's open and go it's like open you it's read like there. yeah Teo knows the deal. He comes to his alphabet chart. Then he sits down. We read the stories. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'll cue us in. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life, one honest conversation at a time. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to The Fruitful Vine. I am Tori, and I get the honor of sitting down with my beautiful co-host, Miss Wendy. How you doing, girl? You look gorgeous today. You know what? I put on some makeup today, and um, it's a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of like um maintenance cuz it's not even like you got the makeup on. Now you got to make sure you don't get on nothing. So I'm a random bed layer throughout the day and I got to be careful with my face. I'm like I'm hot sometimes, I'm cold. I got to be careful with my shirts. It's too much work. This is ridiculous, Wendy. First of work. all, no. It is not that much work. <laughs> All I make up that stay on the face that don't come off. All I, I mean, it's supposed to come off. It's going to come off throughout the day, but you need to get you some finishing spray. Does it set it? It keep it. It locks it in. Yes, ma'am. It it, it tightens it. It tightens it. Come off my face. Your face will look the same in the morning and in the evening. 
That don't make no sense. This type of stuff. That's yeah, what you need, and you need to stop complaining too much. What you putting on your face like that? You gotta, you gotta seal it in. What's wrong? That's first okay. of all, first of what all, what you doing to your pores? You sound very judgmental. Don't be mad at the moms who it's not work to just put a little makeup on their face. We're sorry, you can't. Listen, ain't nothing no Vaseline. Just throw some Vaseline on, call it a day. I do. I'm today. I am well, this whole week I'm going makeup free. Um, and just like oiling and doing heavy skincare because I just want to. But um, yeah, I I love makeup. I think that makeup is great every every now and again. Studied makeup. No, you studied makeup. I did. When you well, were being a nurse? I, well, you know what? Were you going to be a dermatologist? Let me be more specific because that just mm. sounds extra studied makeup. I went to modeling school and in modeling school, they taught you about makeup, how to apply mm. makeup, different skin tones, underlying tint and all the things. Yeah. But that's not, that's that, not to say that I was a cosmetologist. Cosmetologists do makeup. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Good job. Not yeah. to say that I was a cosmetologist or nothing, but went to modeling school and um, I liked it more then. Uh, I was I was a teenager though, so that's probably why. Yeah, I I actually didn't like makeup when I was a teenager. I didn't get into makeup until I was much older. Um, and yeah, that's. That's it. I mean, I don't like a full face, but I, I love it sometimes. It's definitely fun. It's fun. Um, but all that to say, you look great today. Um, not to say that you don't look great on other days. When I don't have on makeup, you know, like every other episode we have filmed. <laughs> no, you your skin literally looks the same. It's flawless every time. But you just look a little bit more glowy and happy to be here. Yeah, I tried that um, ill maquillage that I've been getting the commercials for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. get a full bottle for as a sample. I'm like, all right, we'll see. I'm done. I kept Did it. you like it? It yeah. looks good. Yeah. So I guess it looks good. It, I kept it. <laughs> okay. So today, well, I guess before we get into the topic, how are you feeling? How's your week going? How are you feeling? Uh, it's going okay. I'm tired today. I'm tired today, but I've had a really good school day. I'm just I do, I do a lot. So I'm burnt. <laughs> yeah. I'm super pregnant. So I'm just, I'm kind of tired today, but, um, I'm trying to persevere and push through. I haven't had coffee, so I'm really proud of myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really good. Good. How are you doing? <laughs> no Why is that? a Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So for me, it's just an, oh, wow. Not because of the caffeine. Honestly, you guys, I have an insane amount of natural energy. I don't need caffeine. It's just that's part what people of- say, right? People that be drinking two or three cups of coffee a day. Well, what would happen if you cut out the coffee, Tori? I would still be that way. I mm-hmm. swear. Okay, I then swear. cut it out. Then. I'll do then it. Cut it I'll, out. Then <laughs> I will, and I'll vlog it. This is why, though. This is why the oh wow. Let me get to my point, Wendy. <laughs> coffee is ritualistic for me. It's how I, I know that I'm starting the morning and that like, it's such a part of like, I'm not, this is a new day. Thank you, Jesus. Like it's such a part. Allergic to coffee? No, I'm not allergic to coffee. I drink organic coffee because regular coffee has a lot of yucky fillers. So 
I thought you were allergic to coffee one season. There was a whole season where you was allergic to coffee. No, 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 not allergic, not allergic. Oh my gosh. I'm (laughs) quitting. (laughs) Quitting. I'm not allergic to coffee. If you go back, wasn't it giving you like stomach issues? Yes. And then the culprit was that it wasn't organic coffee. Ever since I started drinking only organic coffee or mushroom coffee, I have none of those problems. You guys really need to be aware of the fillers that go into, especially the coffee pods. Like there's so much crappy fillers. Um, So now that I'm away from those, no, I've been great. And honestly, I haven't, pods are like maybe the last four years of my life. Before that, it was all like coffee, the whole pot, like brewing the the fresh coffee. So yeah, be careful of those pods. They're a little crazy, but that's why I said, oh, wow, because I just love starting my mornings. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of who I am. It gives me too hard of a crash. Coffee gives me too hard of a crash. You know that. That's why I have to, that's why I drink liquid IV, but I'm all out. I'm all out. So you're just, that's okay. You're persevering. You said you're pushing through. through. You're pushing pushing through. through. You're pushing through. I um, got me. Yeah. Good job. I, I need to, I've had a pretty good day. We did a good school day, which Justin's on leave. So whenever Justin's in the house, we typically just suck at school because in our brains, if dad's home, it means that everyone's off. Like dad's really only home (laughs) on the weekends and at nighttime. So when he's here, we're like, woohoo, we don't have to work. But we we got through school today, thankfully. Um, And we have to, we have to like push through the next three days of school. And then we're on vacation for like a week. Um, so yeah, I'm just like a week, including the weekend or a week plus the weekend, a week plus two weekends actually. So it'll be this coming weekend and then a whole week and then that weekend, and then we should be back, um, to school. So yeah, we got a lot to, I got to push through though, before we can kind of stop there and celebrate, we got a lot to do a lot to get done, gearing up for a lot of things in our lives, but how yeah, does I'm that like work you. with her um with her online school? So you literally just go in and you put in your vacation days. So I'll say I can't, we're not going to be here from this day to this day, and they recalculate everything for you and voila. Oh, that's nice. It's that's nice. Are you is she able lovely. to work ahead if she wants to or anything? Oh, yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. Well, she good. um she was ahead in a couple subjects, but now what I'm doing is When she has quizzes, I put like a day or two of studying for those quizzes Mm. in her schedule. So then like she'll go ahead to the next unit, but then I'll let her do the quiz on like the third day. Does that make sense? So you are manually going in there and doing it. I thought she had like a teacher and stuff that was doing all this. No, she doesn't have a teacher. No, 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 no. Okay. 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 So it's not like virtual school. No, it's nothing like virtual. She doesn't have a teacher. I'm the teacher. I can unassign any quiz. Wow. I can, yeah, I can unassign anything. Like there was a whole math unit that I was like, we're not doing that again. Unassign all of it. Like you can unassign anything. So it's really nice. The, my only complaint, and I just did, um, a full like monarch homeschool review on my YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, my only complaint is the studying, like that's for dinner. Go talk to dad. 
And we're putting, we're having doing walking tacos. We're making walking tacos. Mind your business, Wendy. Oh, Listen, I wasn't judging. Oh, I, I wanted to come over. Have you had walking tacos at like football games growing up? Of course you didn't, because you didn't grow up in the Midwest. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm really debating whether or not to quit. But guess who is raising her kids in the Midwest? You're about to learn what a walking taco is real quick. Real quick. What are we even talking about right now? Uh, Walking tacos are great. You basically have like, you're not supposed to do it with Cheetos. You're supposed to do it with Fritos. But we sent Justin to the store and this is what we get. So you, you do Fritos or Doritos uh-huh. and you put your taco meat in there. You put your taco lettuce. Meat. Shush. I'm about to make this. Girl. <laughs> I just put it on Talk my Instagram. Me. Go look. You put your taco meat, your lettuce, your sour cream, your salsa, your tomatoes, your cheese, your jalapenos, whatever you want in there. And then you eat it out of the chip bag. It's so Talk fun. about the easiest. I don't care if it's fun. It's easy. That's an easy dinner. All I had to do was cook the meat. Like the meat is done and now everyone's going to get their chip bag. Tacos are so messy, but tacos in a bag. I could vibe with that. Tacos. I'm sorry. I bite into the thing. The whole thing fall apart and kids looking at you like, ah, that's what we do. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All over the floor. Not the dog eating it. Like... That's Teo every time. Every time we have tacos, he's like, what is this? It's falling apart. (laughs) That's so true, Wendy. Okay. Anywho, let's get into today's topic, which is all about fruitful consumption. Is that Mm -hmm. what we're talking about? Yes, that (laughs) is. It's about time. There was one episode where we were about to talk about it, but the Holy Spirit had another a whole another topic for us, which turned out really good. But oh my God, so good. Yes. Um, fruitful consumption um, is what we're talking about. You actually brought it up. You were like, Wendy, we got to talk about fruitful consumption. I don't know what she was going through, but I love to hear these stories. Yeah, no, I wasn't. This time I wasn't going through anything. I was just being super mindful. Mm. So as a content creator, which I don't, I whatever that title is is what it is right as a content creator i am i I do not consume that much content anymore i i create it but i don't consume it and and when i consume it i'm consuming it with very different eyes Mm -hmm. um but it got me to thinking oh and then i post it (laughs) This is so funny. It's not. God bless her heart. Um, her heart was in the right place. I posted this like fun witch vampire trilogy book that I'm reading. And this very sweet lady was like, the Bible says that you do not need to be reading that right now. Like that is bad. Yada, yada, yada. I didn't respond to her. Um, but, and I was like, you know, that, that got me to thinking like, it is important. I think I want to talk about consuming things, the books you consume, the the who you're following on Instagram, the movies, the music. I do think that this is worth having a conversation about. And I also think that what's fruitful to one person can be not fruitful to another person. And I just want to talk about it. I want to talk about how we consume media and information for entertainment and for education, right? Because there's, we're consuming 
especially in today's world. There's so much information to be consumed too much. Like we were never meant to consume this much. Um, but let's not knock all of it. Some of it is so fun. I love watching movies. I love watching TV shows and laughing. I love reading a vampire witch book. What is fruitful? What is not? Let's have this conversation. I think with all of our conversations, it starts with what is the definition of fruitful? You know what I mean? Like, what is this fruitfulness? Because that is what changed the that is what changes the consumption portion of it. You know what I mean? Because if it's watching what we, what entertains us, that's different than fruitful consumption. You know what I mean? I feel like fruitful is supposed to fill you with, with something in our topic, godly, um, spiritual, um, um, pour into you type of thing. I think that's more the aspect of fruitful consumption. One would assume. Oh, I could interesting. I could. I just wrong. thought. I, but that's <laughs> that's that's was where my thought process. Well, was. no, you're not. You're not wrong. Yes, but also, isn't it just like fruit? Also, I think fruitful means that this is benefiting me in a positive way at this time. You think fruitful means well, this is benefit? Well, I mean, anything can benefit you in a positive way at a certain time, you don't think? Right. But like, well, no, I don't think. But like if I'm so, for example, there's different seasons of motherhood. There was one season of motherhood where um, all my kids slept in my room and we fell asleep to watching Poldark every night, which is like a historical fiction. Um, I have no idea what that is, but it's a, it's a historical fiction, um, in like the 1700s TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some people who would say like, oh, that's bad parenting. That's not fruitful. You need to, but in that season, that was very necessary and very fruitful for me and my children to feel like we were safe and we were together and we were okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Huh. You know what? You know what is having me like hesitant? It's like there's this verse in the Bible. Whatever is pure, whatever is Yeah, yeah, keep lovely. Keep it. Yeah, keep whatever, your mind on the think about such things. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that I do all the fruitful consumption that there is out there. That'll be the first one to be like, no, I do not. Um, if, if that is the definition that we are going by, I will be the first to be like, no, no, I do not. Um, but I also don't consider it fruitful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't consider yeah. it like um, pouring into me or growing me in and in, in that way um I'm, I'm still growing um but i do think that we are to guard our hearts and guard our minds and be careful what we allow in um because those things do influence us in a way they do transform us in a way i think the instagrams and the algorithms and the youtubes and the facebooks they 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 know what they're doing when they when they come up with all of their stuff um, to make all of their things work, like it is to influence you. It is 
to get in your mind and to show you what you want to see over and over and over again. And so I think that if you aren't intentional about what you allow in, that it can be junk. You know what I mean? It's it can, absolutely. It can, yeah. And that's before that's before social media. That was that's always like that yeah. is the job of the media, of TV, of even like schools and churches have bad propaganda that can get into your children's minds like yeah. that. Yeah, that and is into your without a doubt. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And we're not. So above that. I think that fruitful consumption in my mind would be whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, those types of things. Not saying that I only consume those things because that would be a lie. Um, but to say that that would be what I would categorize as fruitful. Um, because fruitful things produce fruits of the spirit. And um, do I do I think that witches and vampires and those types of things? I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a difficult one because I know that there is a verse that talks about witches and vampires and um, darkness and those types of things and staying away from those things. But I also, at the same time, um, haven't been convicted of that myself. Um, I'm still working through that, to be honest, um, still working through that, still navigating that, especially with having kids that are like, want mom, I want to be like, I want to read this, or I want to find out more information about, I don't know, Harry Potter or whatever, and those types of things. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. Um, I was still working through that, still meditating on that and really still praying on that and seeking wisdom on that and seeking counsel on that, um, to be, to come on here and be like, oh no, um, I I've arrived. So, well, I think that I think that at some point you have to trust the Holy Spirit and your relationship with him. And if you're not convicted by something, you're not convicted by it just yet. Like in our first episode, we talked about how like God will get to who he needs to get to about whatever. So if God, it, I, I feel like, and there's been times in my life where in my life where I was very convicted over watching certain things or reading certain things. So I didn't read them. Um, but I think that my, uh, and I think it, that it, you should, were you convicted because of like biblical things or is it just, um, like you just it gave you a bad feeling? No, I was convicted because the church made me feel shameful, but, um, so, and being a young Christian, I confuse church conviction with Holy Spirit conviction. Mm. Um, so now I'm at a point in my life where, and you know, you can take this for what it is, but I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and there is, there's no person who can come to me and say, unless it's my husband who can come to me and say, Oh, God told me this about you, or God told me that you should do this. Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't need you to do that because I have a relationship with God and the Holy spirit. So I feel like so many Christians need to learn to trust their own convictions and their, 
like that's why Jesus left. He left so that the Holy Spirit could dwell in all of us and not just one man walking around journeying throughout the world, right? Um, so there's that part is trust your own convictions when it comes to fruitful consumption. You know what you should be watching and you know what you shouldn't be watching. You know what you struggle with. Um, if I <laughs> if I struggled with, you know, um wanting to practice witchcraft or wanting I in high school we had this kid who really thought he was a vampire. Like if I struggled with that, then I wouldn't allow myself to to read that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, so I think you should know your own convictions. And I do think that that verse is beautiful. Like whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. I do think that has a place. Like we should be setting our mind on good, beautiful things, but I don't, sorry, go go on. No, go on. No, I was going to ask you like, what, where do you think the Bible stands with you, with your convictions? Like, if you're not convicted about something, but the Bible says don't do it, is it okay then to still do it? Oh no, I think that's I think that's different. Or does the I Bible think, stand above your convictions? I think hmm, I don't know because you're talking to someone <laughs> you're I do not have your stereotypical um white evangelistic theology. So you're, I'm, I have a very different theology. So I think that there are very clear things like thou shall not murder. Right. Mm-hmm. Got that. Well, yeah. um, yeah. you know, like there, those are like clear things. And I don't think I have to, I don't think that, <laughs> well, I'm not convicted to not murder. Therefore I'm you, no, no, no. Like that is clear cut. Um, and then there's things where like you're watching a TV show or I'm I'm reading this book um, that, you know, you could use the verse because she used that same verse, the verse that you mentioned about the darkness or like the light and the darkness need to stay away or whatever. Yes, you can use that. But also <laughs> the darkness doesn't overcome the light and certain like it doesn't. So I know, again, I know my relationship with Christ. I know that there's no amount of witch and vampire books that are going to make me sin against God. Unless, unless sinning against God is reading the vampire book, then I'm guilty and I have sinned. Right. But I don't, I don't feel convicted. Um, so that that's a tricky question because no, obviously there's the Bible has authority when it's like clear cut, do not do this, obey your parents, da, 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 da. Um, but then when it cut, then there's this murky middle of like, okay, but I really like this TV show and it deals with X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah, there, that, that's when I would really pray about it and, and ask and, and seek guidance from the Holy spirit. Does this convict me? Yes or no. Should I be watching this? Yes or no. Um, I know I have a dear friend who, um, can't watch outlander with her husband because her husband struggles with, um, a pornography addiction. So like that makes sense to me, right? You shouldn't watch outlander then because outlander is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of body pieces. Um, so like that conviction makes sense to me. However, I don't struggle with that. I can watch Outlander 
and be fine. So I, I just don't think it's as black and white as we make it. I do, however, but I, and I say that knowing that influence does matter. Everything can influence you. A mama asked me this the other day. Um, she was like, do you think that like, do you think that we really need to control what our kids watch? Like, because of like the influence and yada, yada, yada. And my response to her was absolutely. Is a TV show going to influence your child? Absolutely. Is a TV show going to influence your child more than you being an active parent and walking with them, living with them, talking to them is going to influence them? I, I highly doubt it. Um, I told her it's all about communication. It's all about our, what do, what do you and your husband say? Do you, my kids watch things that Wendy's kids probably can't and, and vice versa. Um, what do you and your husband say? What are the rules for your household? I think it's okay that that differs amongst all of us Christians. I also think it's important to not Yes, surround yourself around like-minded thinking and thinking that's going to pour into your spirit. But also, I think these echo chambers that can often be found in social media is dangerous. I also don't think that we're we're not serving ourselves or our children by only showing them what we believe, by only exposing them to this is God. Like we, we see how historically, how bad that goes when you only put this one thing in front of your children or in front of these people, you, if you believe, if I believe that God is who he says he is, I should not be afraid or intimidated that this one influence is just going to take my kid's soul forever. I think that there's like this fear that I'm Christians need to like confront and realize that God is bigger than, than all of it, than all of the influence. And I think we just get so it's like, do we even believe what we believe? Because oftentimes we get so afraid of the outside world and we just want to kind of shield our kids. And I don't think that's doing any justice. Ooh. All right. All right. Well, I believe that the Holy spirit and the Bible don't contradict each other. I believe that if your spirit is telling you to do something that explicitly goes against the Bible, that's not your spirit. Like something is off. Um, I believe that because they're one of them was written by God or inspired people, inspired people wrote it inspired by God. The other one is uh, the spirit of God living in you. So I don't think that they should contradict each other. So if there is some contradiction there, I would be weary about that. Um, very, very. I weary. didn't say that though. Did I? No, say no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not okay, saying okay. Tori didn't say I'm that. I'm just making sure. I'm Tori just didn't say that. Sure. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. <laughs> and Tori. that's completely right. I agree with you. Um, I also think that um, influence is tricky when it comes to my kids. For example, I. Like, for example, me and my kids today, we were learning about Charles Darwin and learning about evolution and um, the thoughts behind the Big Bang Theory and all the things um, from a Christian book, from an apology, a book. Um, 
So I try to search for consumption, for materials, for um, things that allow my children to have a biblical worldview without only seeing the world all pretty and beautiful and never getting to see um, other thoughts and how other people believe. Um, this curriculum that that I am doing with my children does not vilify other religions or other thoughts or other um, uh, ways that people can feel, other spiritualities. Whether it's whether it's Mormon or um, or Muslim or atheist or anything like that, it exposes my kids to it in the sense that it allows them to say, "This is what this person believes. What is the good things that they believe that very much align with what we believe, and what are the things that we don't agree with, and why do we not agree with them?" I think it's important. In that aspect, in that controlled environment, in that environment where I, as their mother, can guide them through walking through that situation, that type of exposure to me is important. That type of consumption to me is fruitful. Um, but am I going to let my kids go on the internet, scrolling the Instagrams, doing all the things? Probably not. Um, because what is the fruit? to gain from that, um, aside from exposure to expose. Um, so I am very mindful of those types of things just because I know what it's, I don't, I don't necessarily want to shelter my kids as much as I want to walk through it with them and walk alongside them. Um, because my kids have to live in this world. My kids are going to be me one day. They're going to be the parent. They're going to be the, the ones that have to, in, that get to interact with people. And in my opinion, God willing, be the hands and feet of Jesus. And Jesus touched the lepers. He talked to the prostitutes. He was in the midst. He was with the people. And um, he didn't live in an echo chamber. He brought the echo chamber. And he, he, was the difference to a lot of people. And that's the type of people that I hope to raise, not people that are afraid of things that are different from them, um, but people that will listen to people that think differently than they do and not necessarily be influenced by what they hear, but um, can see where people are coming from and why they're coming from that position. I think that um, that is our job. I think that's our calling. Well, yeah. And I that's think that work. comes with experience, right? Yeah. I think that is more of experience and, and, and less influence. And I say that because I have a question. Do you think bad influences in your children's life can be used for good. I struggle with bad influence. I struggle with the word bad influence. Um, influence is influence. I think that how you guide them through the experience 
And I'm talking about like, your what if you're being, not there? What your if you're not, being, what if you're not there the to guide issue. That is the issue. That is where, um, that is where the, the hard, the hard things come up. So a couple of things, number one, tell my kids, they can always come to me. Like even after the facts, like I'm open, I'm here. You can come to me. Um, cause kids get, get exposed to pornography at all early ages. They stumble on something. They watching a YouTube video all of a sudden and turn into something else. You know what I mean? Like it happened. Trust me. I've lived it, seen it myself. It's happened. Um, and I believe that God can work through that. I believe that there is, is it bad? Yeah. I think it's bad that like your kid or my kid would have seen something so terrible, but God can work, but God can work through that. So So that's that's where the difficultness comes for me to be like, is it a bad influence as much as it is, it is something that influenced them. What they saw was not good. So I can't say it's a good influence. So what they saw was not good, but God can work through that. Absolutely. Because he works all things together for those who love him. Right. And I think, so I have a little story time because there was something happened. My children witnessed something. They were in Florida with their grandparents. So I had no control, no control over what my kids were consuming. Every time I released my children to anyone, you have no control over what they're consuming. Um, And I, they ended up witnessing somebody get really, really drunk. And it was very, very scary. Um, It was really, really terrifying for them. And Journey came home and she told me all about it. And she goes, mom, I, I don't ever want to drink. Like if that's what alcohol does, I don't ever want to drink. To me, that is an experience that was so bad, but had such a a beautiful outcome to me. And we had a conversation about it. She spoke to the person who got too drunk in front of her and out of control. And, and she told this person who is an elder in her life, how it made her feel that convicted the elder and the elder has never since got drunk again in front of the children like that ever again. And I think that's where I'm like, we, you cannot shield your children from experiences. You cannot Even I look at my own life of things that I would have never gone through if it would have been my choice, but they happen. And because I had this experience and because I was exposed to a bad situation, I think of all the good things that came out of it. And I'm not saying, but I want you to release your children, but I want you to notice what did journey do when she got home? She came to me. Why? Because that's the kind of parent we are. That's what because we've established the in our household before. Because but but I have to say, but I have to say, I am very lenient compared to most Christian parents. Um, like there's no topic, no topic is off the table. You want to talk about like no topics off the table. We can but what I'm telling you, Tori, that's not even true. Most Christian parents that I am around. They talk to the kids about everything. Ain't nothing off the table. You thinking about See, our old parents? No, our I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am thinking about. I'm thinking about new people my age who are still very threatened 
by anything, anything that goes against it. Listen, y'all, if that is you, I'm standing right alongside Tori. That is the wrong. I have a friend of mine who is like Christian to the nine. All right. Start talking to her kids about sex at seven years old. She said, the world is teaching them in kindergarten what I'm going to wait for. She's yeah. seven years old. She's already telling them. See, sex not a that. See, what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Is like, like, what all that to say that, like, you are as the Christian, y'all. They want to shake them Christians. As the Christians, you guys need to leave that door open so that they can come and talk to you. There's the verbiage. Leave the door open. Leave the door open. And I and I think it needs to be door open and less. For anything and less, like, less, uh, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Leave the door open. Leave the door open. And yeah, leave the door open. Definitely leave it open. I think that fear can really create a sense of um, just because your kids don't talk to you about it doesn't mean it's not happening. So allow them to, to speak and just to because me. y'all are like kumbaya, yeah. at, like there's so much that young people hold in be, because of, because of like, because, oh, in our house, this is how we do it. So this is how we do it. Everybody yeah. be quiet. Like, let's do it. And I just think that there needs to be less rigidness over like, no, you cannot read that Harry Potter book. You will go to hell. And more like, Let's have a okay, conversation. Well, let's read it. Let's read it let's together. Talk about it. Yeah. Let's read it together and talk yes. about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what I did with Stranger Things. Journey really wanted to watch Stranger Things. Let's be honest. She was going to watch it whether I said yes or no. Um, we ended up watching Stranger Things. It became a whole family affair where, I mean, not Titus. He hated it. Titus is like, I'm not doing it. So he didn't watch it, but it became a whole thing where like we would all cuddle up and watch it and talk about it and talk about it, leave the door open. And then for ourselves, because we kind of just talked about consumption for young minds, Mm -hmm. consumption for adults, we need to be, go ask your dad, whatever you need, go ask dad. No, it's for dinner. Everybody wants the Cheetos for dinner. Um, What was I saying? Even for us, like there's accounts that I've unfollowed. I was actually doing that last night. I need to keep doing it tonight. Like I'm trying to really weed out like bloggers that don't feed like bloggers who make me just want to like purchase all the things like for unnecessary things. Like I don't need that dress, Tori. I'm you're not going anywhere. Unfollow. I was following Paris Hilton. Why am I following Paris Hilton? Love Paris Hilton. Why am I following her? Like, and you know, I just random people. So like clearing out that, I think that's the number one thing for me is clearing out the pages that I do see when I do go on Instagram. And I have my Instagram very tailored to things that I like, but also opposite things. Like I have super, super conservative news on there and super, super liberal news on there because I like to see both. But like just being mindful of that. What are your rules for yourself as far as consuming information for you? Yeah. For me, I, like I said, I try to I try to put it all through the lens of biblical perspective um, and try to trust that what I am consuming is pouring into my spirit. I I am easily 
I am easily influence is not the word bothered by things like they bother <laughs> oh, my just, spirit. I just thought of a couple things that have bothered you and Girl. me, and we'll talk about it forever. Girl. Just be like, did you? <laughs> yeah, I am. My spirit is easily bothered. And so I have to make sure that what I am consuming pours into me and challenges me, challenges That's good. me. That I, is good. I love to, I love to hear and listen. You know what I mean? I love to listen to other people's perspectives. I love to hear how other people think and view things. And then what I do Rather than attack, I just take what they say and I take it up against the Bible. I'm like, but, but Lord, they said this. Where does it say? Where can I find it? Show me where it is. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of times we want to be like, nah, we want to fight back, fight back. But I think we should take some time to understand if you can, because a lot of people can't. But if you can, take some time to understand where others are coming from and um, where the heart is coming from. Yeah. The and they're, they're oh yes. And their stories. Their like, stories. You, you, have to under, you have to understand that uh the Bible for normal people had such a good episode last week. It was a um African American theologian and she was a female and she was just talking about like when she was going through theology school and the things that the that men would say and that even women would say that were not African American. And she was saying, she was like, you have to understand that as for her, this was her story. And, and I agree with these words. She was like, as a black woman, you have to understand that the lenses that I see religion and the Bible through, it's 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 gonna be different and not a bad different that goes against your lens or your perspective, but like a perspective that we need to at least consider bringing to the table when we're talking about big theologian um, concepts. And when we're, when we're trying to understand the Bible and the, the it's hosted by two theologians. And one of them was saying how, when he was a first year professor, he had um, Indian students and African-American students come up to him and say, out of curiosity, like we want to know where like ancestry worship, like what does the Bible have to say about the way our ancestors worshiped? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, as a young teacher was just like, no, that's a sin. No. And he gave him all the Bible verses, all the reasons. And he was saying like, looking back, he was like, man, you idiot. Like there's actually so much in the Bible that you could have like took, you could have just set with their lens and their perspective for a second. You could have drew drew back. You guys could have had a whole study session where you all are trying to find this answer. And so I think that's important, Wendy. Like you don't, it's not our job to prove everyone wrong and to preach to everyone and we can't save anyone. So just hush it with that. Like just consider their perspective. I think that's beautiful. Because what I do is even with, the white, I think you mentioned the white evangelical perspective mm-hmm. of the Bible or whatever the situation is. I, I don't even think I have that view of the Bible. I believe that the Bible. Oh, you do. We all do. We, if you're a Christian, I, and you grew up in America, you might be deconstructing it, but we all grew up with, that was the old, that's what we got. <laughs> I just felt, feel like the, the Bible 
I, I mean, I know we got it here, but it really wasn't made in America. <laughs> it really wasn't made in America. It's really just not America's Bible. So, like, I, my view of the Bible is very much a the Bible rather than what people tell me about the Bible, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, I just Absolutely. open it up That's and I read beautiful. it for myself. And um, absolutely. But if you think about all the resources that we've had, all the Bible study books, all the anything you've ever done with a church is through that lens. And I think that when people are trying to deconstruct that, you have to understand they're not coming after the Bible. We're not deconstructing the Bible. We're deconstructing the voice and the lens that it's been told through. And I and I do think that's Yes, like pick up your own Bible and read it and study it and and search for yourself. But I do think I don't know. I think I think where the church is right now is actually a really exciting place and I'm excited to see I'm just excited. I I used uh, there was a good 10 years that I was like, "Oh, the church." And now I'm like, "Ooh, really good things might be I think really good. I know because the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. And I know that like revival within his church and his people is coming. And I think this is a beautiful place to start with that. Yeah. I just think it's important to read it for what it is and don't allow others to interpret it for you. Like literally open it up, read it. And especially when it comes to what you consume, consume the Bible, read the Bible, um, pray. Uh, so like, if that's, if that's a good start, that's where I say you start from. But like I was saying, when it comes to my consumption, when it comes to those different types of things, I find that, um, a lot bothers my spirit. And so I will listen, I will listen, and I will feel like, why do I feel so bothered by this? Why I feel so challenged by this? And then I'll take it to the word and I'll be like, oh, they was right, right here, right here, Lord. Look at that. Or I'll be like, no, see them. See, I knew I was right. Look at that. You know, whatever the situation is, um, I don't necessarily confront people unless I have a relationship with the person um, and the person yeah. is coming to me. Um, I don't think I'm going to win any battles on Instagram. <laughs> I think no. I, I, I confronted people when I was young and dumb. Now, what is that? What isn't there a Bible verse about like, now I'm wise and I'm not as foolish. <laughs> like I could, ne- I would never confront even like yeah, I, it's not my place to confront, but that's wild. Cause 10 years ago, I would have been like the Bible says, <laughs> and then you just pick it and choose in certain parts. Um, yeah. so like, I think, I think that I still have a lot to learn. I think, I think I still have a, a lot, a lot of places to grow. Um, I'm not Jesus yet. Oh, <laughs> no, that's blasphemy. What? Not yet. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I can't be Jesus. But um, we all do. We all like that is the whole point of our podcast, right? It's just that we've got a lot to learn and a lot to grow. Just be intentional. Be mindful about what you're consuming. Don't consume blindly um, because you do have a way of seeping in like it does. It has a way of seeping in. And it was like you just so I, I used to just find myself just sad. Like, why am I so sad? And then it's just the at the time it was COVID. So it was just constant COVID, 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 COVID. The world is coming to an end in my mind constantly. We're doomed. I'm telling you, I turn off Instagram 
COVID just done disappeared. Like ain't no COVID in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have to be very intentional about what you're allowing in and, um, you know, whatever is pure, whatever is holy. Think about yeah. such things. And, oh, I love that. And understand that you have control. Like you get to shut the door of your house. Like Justin's always been, Justin, nothing. Every, the world could be coming to an end and Justin would be like, come on guys, we're great. <laughs> it's great. Like, but I think he does that because I think it, it, his job has trained him to like, like that's part of what he does. But I also am so glad. I can imagine it, that he sees such ugliness. Oh my gosh. Like in or you have to compartmentalize, yeah. right? In order to, well, and you also need therapy. If you're in the military, if your husband's in the military, please go see a therapist. But <laughs> Um, I think that's such a beautiful tool that most men, most men can compartmentalize. And I think women, we just need to learn to do that, especially when it comes to, oh my gosh. And then I'm done. I promise. Like consuming, like, does my body look okay? Is, am I pretty? Am I like women y'all know the beauty industry just comes for us and tries to get in our head. So I think that is very important to just draw a clear line. Like even I'm seeing that with my young daughter, um, who's like, Oh, I'm too skinny. I'm not, I'm this. And I'm like, it's so funny because I've never said that the world somehow has taught you that, you know, yeah, so yeah. there is that. And we have to be very mindful and watchful and um, listening to the Holy Spirit and seeking God. I, I agree. And all of our sinfulness, Lord, please forgive us all in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need it. We need your forgiveness, your grace, uh, all of it, your, your wisdom, guidance, your wisdom, your guidance, all of it. Um, Anyways, y'all, this was long. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>